Hi, Jelani. Hello, Dolly. Welcome. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. I love it. It's so great to have you back where you belong. Thank you so much. Okay, I am here. I haven't warmed up today. So that, that was okay. That was your warm up. I am with Jelani Aladdin. Hey, what's up, Jelani? Oh my God. Okay, well, obviously, you all just had a little preview of Jelani's incredible voice, <laughs> but Jelani is now a professional Broadway actor. Yeah, is that yeah. like how we would say it? Someone ventured to say a Broadway star. A Broadway star. <laughs> channel that um but jelani okay let's tell everybody like how do we know each other yeah how tell us we go back to our you know youth of our you know awkward teenage years (laughs) when um dolly and i were we were basically like in the same classes all of freshman year was was it yeah Yeah. it must have been i think it was like all through high school because i even remember you and I, like, in, in Mr. Benedict's English, yeah. AP English class. Well, I remember when we first met in science class yes. freshman year. When it, that was, like, the, like, pop-in class. Like, that, everybody was in that class. Yes, that yes. Awesome. Um, and then, yeah, and then all the way to senior year, we were in the same AP English class. That's right. So, yeah, but Dolly and I were in high school, and we were became fast friends because I thought she had amazing energy. She was always loving, fun, energetic, cool to be around. And, you know, I remember, did you invite me? Dolly was like one of the first person to invite me to like a high school party. I remember oh, that was really cool too. Wow! Yeah. Oh my god, Jelani, that makes me feel so special. Oh, and I feel similarly about you, so oh. I'm glad it's mutual. Yeah. Um, but where'd you grow up? So I actually originally grew up in Brooklyn, New York, uh, in Brownsville. Um, and uh, for I was that kid who always got my parents pushed me really hard. They pushed education very hard. And so I actually uh, went to school and got like straight A's, <laughs> basically, which was pretty crazy for um, someone in Brownsville to have them. I got made fun of that a lot. Like, oh, you're smarty pants, blah, blah. Um, and I wanted to get out of Brownsville for a high school. And I had applied to like the specialized high schools here in New York. And I didn't get into any because of like pure accident of me like filling out the application wrong. And But I did apply to this program called A Better Chance. Um, I applied to their private boarding schools and their community boarding schools, which are two very different things. Um, and I got into a private boarding school, but it was so expensive that I was like, mm. I don't want to pay that money um, for just high school. And then ABC of New Canaan called, um, and they were like, hey, come up for an interview and like meet the, meet the people in this area and like go shadow a student for a day at the high school. And I went, and I loved New Canaan High School. I loved everything about it. I loved everything they offer there, the sports, the uh, the arts. I mean, you it was such a wide range of extracurricular activities that the school offered and and a good education on top of that. So for me, I was already sold. Um, so then I came to New Canaan High School for yes. four years and then graduated and went to NYU. It's in Connecticut for everyone who just doesn't know <laughs> that. I'm just trying to make that clear. Yeah. Um, But what was, okay, so then you went to NYU, and I definitely Mm -hmm. want to talk about NYU, but what was it like, I guess, coming, everyone from New Canaan was, like, from New Canaan. Yeah, it it was interesting, because everyone knew each other since they were, like, babies. Yeah, elementary school. Yeah, and for me to come in and, like, be like, hey, this is me, and, like, insert myself, I had to, like, there are parts of myself that I, I had to change, you know, I really had to change, I mean, you saw the transformation, the way that I dressed changed, the way that I talked 
change. Um, you know, we like to call <laughs> we call it in modern days code switching a little bit. You know, like understanding where you are, your environment, and how do you fit into that environment, especially with one of the people who have these close knit relationships that they've had since they were born. Um, and so I, I was coming in, you know, trying to be, you know, just fill in a gap if there was a gap. And also, educating in high schools where I discovered theater. Thank God. Yeah, thank the Lord. And you know, after <laughs> so it was wild because you know everyone in the ABC house played sports, right? So I was like, the way to, the way to go is to play sports. So freshman year, I did track and I did lacrosse, which I was terrible at. <laughs> terrible. I can People, relate because my parents <laughs> forced me to do sport like rec soccer. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. no. I was like, I'm going to stick to student council. <laughs> That's my extracurricular. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so my sophomore year, when the fall came up again, they were like, you have to do something this fall. And I was like, I'm not playing football. Like, that's just not me. So then my friends were like, audition for this musical. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't know how to do that. I auditioned for the musical and I got the lead part my first time out. And it, it was insane. I like had to do so much work. And at the end, I was like, I'm never doing it again. And do you remember Brooke Sigmund? Do you yes, know that of is? course. Her mom, Roberta, pulled me aside in the hallway because I wasn't going to audition for the next musical. And she was like, if you don't do this, you're walking away from the rest of your life. And that moment changed the rest of my life because then I was like, fine, I'll do it. And through the course of just doing it and learning and and Dee Alexander, who runs the drama department at New Canaan High School, um, giving me amazing roles that aren't necessarily played by an African-American man, I think that was major for me to understand that I can play anything. Um, was really, really cool and really, really forward-thinking. And, and that just shows you the community of New Canaan, how, how advanced these people were in, in their understanding of the world and understanding what the future could be. And you talk about being an African-American yeah. and having played a traditionally, quote-unquote, white role. Right. Um, I definitely think that that has now been like, that's <laughs> evolved. That's, that's evolved. <laughs> Here I am in Frozen on Broadway playing Kristoff. Exactly. You know? But what was that like being mm-hmm. coming into New Canaan, which is a very white community? And yes. There's and not a lot that, of diversity. And something that I've never experienced before because coming from Browns or Brooklyn, you know, it's a very black community. Right. And, and so I completely did a 180 and, and, and was submerged in this world where I didn't walk down the halls of the school and see myself reflected. I just knew that people were looking at me and seeing something different. But something about that. Dolly, like, actually made me feel more powerful. I never saw it as a weakness. I never saw myself as an outsider, as like, oh, he's like the black kid. No, I was like, this is just me. So either you accept it and we move on with it because it shouldn't really matter. No, that was the only option. It was the only option, yeah. Right. (laughs) So, and and I think the teachers embraced the, the inclusion and embraced the fact that, you know, yeah, sure, you don't see yourself reflected every day, but we want you to know that, like, we're still here if you if you ever have a concern about that. I remember our professor Stasio, our Spanish, Spanish teacher, you know, and she she was from the Bronx and she like she understood like that flavor of like what we come from and where we are. So I remember her in her class in particular, she would like, give us like a rough time because I would be like, Oh, that's like my aunt. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. she feels like my aunt. And then other days she'd feel like my teacher, you know, my Spanish teacher. So it was really cool. I can't even imagine what that felt like and I definitely want to talk about that a little bit more yeah um but okay so you graduated from New Canaan High School you went to NYU and were you studying theater yeah I went to NYU Tisch you got a degree in drama I studied musical theater and acting you get to be mixed in with just the acting students so your training is not just like singing and dancing all day you get this intense 
acting training, which I credit a lot of my skills to now because without that, I, I feel like I would have been nothing. But yeah, four years, I wanted to come back to New York. I wanted to come back to the center of where it all's where it's all happening. Um, I remember I got a full ride to Michigan. Oh God, I, this, yes, I'm like triggered because I wanted to go to Michigan and I do remember that and I didn't get into Michigan and I was like, oh my God, Jelani gave up the full ride to Michigan. I want his spot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was wild for people in New Canaan because so many people from New Canaan are, are, are go blue, you know what I mean? And I was like, I just don't see the things that I need to get for my career to happen at University of Michigan. I went into debt, you know, I, I took out student loans to go to NYU. And also, NYU is not a conservatory style program. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that you're also, your academics are just as valuable as the arts. I think that's critical as an actor. You can't live, you can't go out there and create something on stage if you haven't lived life or learned about what life, the past and what's to come. Um, and so that for me was also very critical. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so you graduated from NYU. Yeah. Um, so once I graduated, I had an agent. I got an agent from my senior showcase production, and she thought I was very talented. And she was like, I want to get you in something immediately. And she sent me out on, like, I had, like, I remember I was doing, like, three or four auditions a day. I went on all these auditions, and I kept on meeting casting directors who took a liking to me. And so I went into this one audition for this play called Choir Boy. So I went in, and I did it, and... I got cast and I got my equity card from it. Next thing I know, jobs came one after the other. You know? What's an equity card? Um, an equity card, basically the union that you work under as an act, stage actor is called Actors' Equity Association. And if you want to be a working actor in New York City, you basically have to join the union. And the union provides you higher level jobs like Broadway jobs or national tours. And they like basically like protect your rights mm-hmm. as an actor. And I did regional shows back to back to back. Regional jobs are basically jobs around the country. So like doing plays for like two months um, and in different spots around the country. I was like, I should get a manager. And so I got my manager. And so she was like, stop doing these regional shows, come back to New York and trust that something will happen. I came back to New York that week. There was an, uh, I had a commercial audition for Finish Line. And I saw Frozen was having an equity principal audition. What that means is basically that is is an open call for anyone in the union. I walked into the room and I sang my like 16 bar cut of of a ballad song and the casting director of the show was there and she was like, who are you? Do you have anything, a pop song? And I sang, I sang Crazy by Nars Barkley. And she's like, amazing, great, good for you, take care. And I was like, okay, great, that was odd. A week goes by, it was Thanksgiving. We get a call, hey, can he come in for a pre-screening for Kristoff? And I'm like, a white character. I came in, did the scene, packing. I'm just sat outside. My manager calls me saying, Hey, so they actually want you to come in tomorrow morning and meet the entire team. So I went in the next morning, did the whole thing for the scene only once. And Michael Grandage, the director, goes, Does anyone need anything else? Silence. He's like, Thank you. 20 minutes later, I'm like walking down the street. I got a call from my manager. And he's like, So you're at the top of their list. And they want you to reserve all these days. So I went to the final callback. And they were like, this is the dude. You got the role. I got the role. That's amazing. And I was like, this is an all-white thing. And here I, I, I okay, great. Thank you. I mean, I, I, I'm so proud. Oh, my God. I am so impressed by all of that. And I think that that is so inspiring. And yeah. so it's just really, I'm, it is. It's a lot of hard work. 
And for me, it's like you only get this one first impression. So now you play Kristoff in yeah. Frozen on Broadway in New York City. Yes. And how long has it been so far? So for me, um, I, it's been about a year and a half of my life. Wow. Well, I came to see you in Frozen. <laughs> It was, I felt like so lucky to be there. I went with my, with our friends, Segalin and yeah. Brooke, and we were just so blown away. We were like, this is something we just can't miss. So I'm so thankful that I was oh, there. And I'm it was, oh my God, yes, you were amazing. Thank and everyone you. should go see Jelani in Frozen. I'm really proud of you. Thank you, Dolly. Of course. Thank you. Okay, so I want to ask you a series of questions. Yeah. Okay, First of all, what are your favorite New York City hotspots? Ooh, okay. So I'm a Brooklyn boy. Right. Um, so I, and also I have a craving for anything that's like Thai. I love Thai food or mm. like Japanese food or Chinese food. Like anything that's like of the Asian persuasion, I am down to eat. Um, and there's this one um, Thai restaurant in Brooklyn called Song. It is so good. Song, S-O-N-G. S-O-N-G. Okay, that's also Song. hilarious because you love to sing. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but me and my family went all the time when I was a kid. Okay, I've got to check it um, out. Um, do you have, what have been your biggest struggles in New York? I think like yeah. after graduation. So. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because we're in a city full of like millions of people, right? And there's some days you wake up and you feel like you don't know anyone. And, yeah. and it took me a long time to change that mentality of like from I don't know anyone to I could meet anyone. Um, also, you know, being young for me, finding, I, I lived at home when I first graduated from NYU because I was like, I want to save the money. So I recently just got a new apartment up in Harlem and furnishing an apartment is quite difficult. And it's like, I like, it's been what, six months since I've lived in. I still don't have a couch because I'm like, yeah. I need to go get a couch. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you, I've lived in the same apartment for four years and it's still not finished. Yeah. And all my friends and my mom like make fun of me because I'm like, ugh, I don't know how to decorate my apartment, but it's been like a four year long project. <laughs> so I can, I understand. Yeah. But I feel like uh, as a, as a millennial New Yorker, you know, you try to find your groove, your place, the bars you want to go to. Um, the kind of people you want to surround yourself with. You know, there are people who are like crazy partiers and there are people who are like crazy about their job. And then there are people who are kind of like free spirits. And I, I, I feel like I'm a floater. I think one of the coolest things about being in the Broadway community is that all of a sudden, and I think, oh, I think it happened for this show, but in particular, I was like nominated for some awards this season. Right. And that was something I didn't expect to happen at all. And so when it did happen, it, 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 it brought me to like a, like an even smaller community in the Broadway community of like young 20 mm-hmm. something actors who are also nominated for all these awards and we all kind of banded together. And through all the people that you've met, are there like, yeah, what are the subcultures that you've kind mm-hmm. of discovered and kind of yeah. gotten into? Yeah. So there's like the new age Broadway people. Cool. You, yeah, we're going to coin the term here. Then there's like the, the veterans. I like to call them people who have been on Broadway. And then there's the like, like Cheetah Rivera's, Patti Lapone's, the people, Broadway legends, right? So there's three brackets. And I feel like I've met people in all three of those brackets. There's this like other click of like, oh, I used to do Broadway, but now I'm a TV star people. Um... And I've started to meet some of those or like I'm a film star and like, those people are so cool because they're like so chill about everything. And I'm like, I just want to be that. If you're black in the Broadway community, 
you know everybody else is black in the Broadway community. It's because, well, one, because it's only a select few of us. Right. Um, and two, because, like, we all want to, like, band together and support each other and uplift and, and celebrate more diversity and more inclusion in the community. So the only way to do that is to love each other. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love them, too. Right. You know of course. I mean? Of yeah. course. Um, what's been, like, your most fun, biggest night ever? Woo! Okay. So the night of the Tony Awards was one of the best nights I've ever had in my life. And I wasn't even nominated for a Tony Award. The show was nominated for a Tony Award, but I wasn't personally nominated for a Tony Award. And, uh, and I felt like I was a Tony Award winner that night. Okay. So the night began. We had a show. It's oh, a, you were performing that night. Yeah, so we had a, sh- a like a, a, a show at the yeah. theater, right? And then I, we were performing on the Tony Awards that night. Woke up from my nap, extremely lit, like ready to like have a night because I knew I w- I knew in my head I wasn't getting home till like nine a.m. Okay, so <laughs> we perform at the Tonys. We get back, we all get dressed, and then Frozen had like a a party at after the Edi- party after party at the Edison Ballroom, which was so fun. We stayed there till like one a.m. And then um, I got, like, invited to a series of after parties of following that, after after parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, in the, like, youthness of my mind, I was like, I'm going to go to all of them. I'm going to, like, bounce here and then bounce there and bounce there. But then, like, by the time I ended the Frozen party, I was like, I could only go one place. So we went to this place called the Carlisle, and that was an exclu- exclusive party. And I just felt so, like, being dressed up like, in, like, my three-piece suit from Musica Frere, you know, a designer that I've worked with all season who's been amazing. And, like, going in a car to, like, this fancy hotel where there's going to be, like, fancy Broadway people where I have, like, an elite wristband where I can, like, go to the after-after-after party. Yeah, you're like, I feel like George Clooney. Yeah, I, I got felt the like, hookup. I felt like royalty. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is what it feels like to be, like, you know, just, like... A Kardashian? Like, yeah, truly, <laughs> truly. Um, you know, like pull up, someone like gets you out the car, and you're like gone. You like don't. There's no waiting. You just get this thing. And you go into the party. There's like unlimited booze. There's like every celebrity you can ever think of at this party, and we're all walking around as if we're best friends, taking pictures, laughing, gabbing, dancing, and then um, and then someone turns to me and is like, "Hey, you know, you can you, your wristband means that you can go to like the after 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 party, like the elite one." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" I get dragged to like this elevator. And I go up the elevator and we go to like the penthouse of this of the Carlisle. And it's another party with like someone playing the piano. And, oh like, my god. There's like rooms with like booze and like food, and you're just like, what is going on? And then there's like even more celebrities. Like I like thought like oh, I'd seen like all the big names. And then you're like, oh no, no, no. There's like celebrity celebrities up here. Next thing I know, it's four or five a.m. and I'm like, I'm still awake and turnt and lit, and then like my friend Ari, who won the Tony Award, was like, let's go, like, out again. And it's, like, one of those New York nights where you're, like, people live like this. Like, people, like, party like this. People celebrate life like this. You forget that, like, that is also, like, you have to celebrate your victories. Mm-hmm. And so that was, for me, like, one of the best New York City nights I've ever had. Because it, it made me feel like an elite New Yorker. Right. And, and God, I ain't nobody. I'm a Z-list. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> fun to have had that experience because yeah. now you can like look back and just be like I did that yeah and totally. a bucket list item almost yeah truly bucket list yeah. off. and do you, I guess to end it off like do you have any advice for anybody who mm. is trying to maybe like let's stick to theater like anyone who's trying to kind of make it as an actor yeah. uh, in theater or TV or anything like that you know I always say this quote and I think it's something that I believe in 
thoroughly. It's like you could be the ripest, most beautiful peach, and somebody still isn't gonna like peaches. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with that. You have to, you have to be okay with the no's, because every no leads to a yes at some point in your life. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be the next month. It may not be the next four years even. It takes a lot of persistence mm-hmm. to be an actor or even to just live in New York City, really. Because I think about people who, you know, maybe sit in a nine-to-five job. And what if you don't like your coworkers? What then? Where, where then do you find your community? Where then do you find people in this city where, you know, we kind of live kind of shallow lives at sometimes. You know, it's all about the way you look, the way you dress, the way the, the, the company you keep, you know. Um, where you have to search for those people that are going to have the heart. Not everyone has like mm-hmm. golden hearts in mm-hmm. the city. And you really have to find those people mm-hmm. that will lift you up in those hard times and that, that will celebrate you in your victories. Because there are some friends in my life that I had to let go of because when I got this job, they didn't celebrate it for me. They mm-hmm. weren't happy for me. They weren't genuinely happy. Like you should, we, we should be celebrating each other's victories. So I would say work, work. Learn everything you can. I'm still trying to learn everything I can. I want to move into TV and film now. and I, I want to soak in everything. I would also say, don't be an asshole. Don't be a jerk. No one likes That's a jerk. That's good advice. No one likes a jerk. Be kind to everyone and anyone. You never know who, who is, is going to end up where. I agree. I know. Never. No. Dolly. How would we know we would be sitting here in Disney theatrical offices? I know. Recording a podcast together about our crazy, amazing lives eight years, ten years after we've known each other. I know. You know what I mean? You, you, you just never, never know. No. Absolutely. So please be kind to mm-hmm. everyone because we're all going through the same thing. We're all trying to figure out what this crazy life is, what it means, how do we find love, how do we find happiness, how do we find wealth, how do we find success, what is success, and also live your lives as actors. I'm sorry, get off of YouTube, get off of Hulu, go out there and live your life and fall in love, get heartbroken, you know, or, or you know, meet people from different backgrounds and learn about their backgrounds, their cultures, because the more, the more you know, the better, the more you live, the better of an actor you can be. Absolutely. Period. Thank you. The more a person you can be. Yes. Literally. Yes. Thank you for reminding me to be yeah. kind. Always, like yeah. it's it's true, and especially in New York, you can get caught up with it. So, always be kind. Yeah. Um. Well, thank you so much of for course. doing this well, with me, and me. I learned so much about you, yeah. and I can't wait to share it with everybody. <laughs> so I'll see you soon. Yes. Okay. Thank, thank you. you Dolly. Thank you. Hello, oh yeah. Outro. Dolly. Hello, Dolly. It's so nice to have you back where you belong.